Tiny Town was a miniature city constructed by Springfield high schoolers in 1925. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower, you're listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. I'm Andy Carr. And I'm Dan Howell, and that was another fact from Ben Factual. Yeah. Uh, make sure to send us in some more of those, because we are running out of ones from him. <laughs> we have like, like seven or eight left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan, this is the first time we've recorded in what, like three weeks? It's been a while. We're back in the lab again. For listeners, will it only have been seven days, which is one metric week. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> and I think both of us spend most of that time sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very, very sick. Just yeah. not feeling well. Independently of each other, I think we, both of us at least caught one cold. I got two, mm-hmm. and I'm still overcoming it right now, as you can hear in my voice. Yeah, I had a nice uh, a nice throwing up spell. That was really oh, cool. fun. Uh, don't do that very often. I thought but, you'd uh, lost some weight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, completely bereft of like... Uh, new year's fun oh that, yeah that, that, that wasn't what caused it I, I know what our listeners are thinking <laughs> well i went to california and i got sick the day before i left which you know made the first three or four days of that eight or nine day trip pretty miserable and then i got sick uh the day before i left as well <laughs> now you wanted to go to california because you're a big phantom planet fan that's Is exactly that? right okay. i'd always wanted to go just based on just the to hear what they were talking and, about you know what i decided uh the day before christmas eve california here we come not, not a big fan of the oc just <laughs> specifically really i kind of like it i mean i haven't watched it in a decade and i never watched last season but it's kind of good i i don't know that i've ever seen much of it at all i've seen like some bands play on there maybe it got the the someone still loves you boris yeltsin cosign or if you consider the show giving them a check to use their song a cosign that's yeah. that's what happened I mean, they both had to, both parties had to sign the check she <laughs> get any good christmas presents i got rachel ray bags from every single member of my family <laughs> for real and my girlfriend no <laughs> okay. um, <laughs> well you know i got one for my mom yeah, yeah, you said that. <laughs> so Andy now has, has two Rachel two, Ray yeah. bags, which is good because he tends to carry a lot of food hot on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to just put it in my pockets. <laughs> like, do you want the sausage McMuffin? <laughs> That's so gross. No, my lovely dime piece girlfriend got me some hot sauces from Heatonist. Oh, cool. One is a secret aardvark, like a habanero hot sauce. And then the other is the uh, classic from Hot Ones, a much more popular food internet publication than ours. Oh, the Hot Ones. Um, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, one of the sauces from that. It's not the first time she's gotten me that. We really love that uh, little internet show. Mm-hmm. And uh, the hot sauces are really, really good. Very cool. She also got me a real cool hoodie, an open Mike Eagle hoodie. Oh, um, that rules. That hasn't arrived. It's still oh, in the okay. mail. It was a pre-order. Yeah. So, uh, Mike couldn't get a mountain time for Christmas. Oh, Mike, step <laughs> yeah. it up. This one's straight to you, open Mike Evil. More like closed Mike <laughs> Evil. Very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's good to know that we're still funny after all this time. <laughs> Isn't there a Paul Simon song about that? <laughs> wow, well, that's way out no? of my league. Okay. I don't know nothing about that guy. I'm cutting down. <laughs> still crazy after all these years? Still funny after all this time. <laughs> The 50 ways to leave your lover? Uh, yeah, okay. 
I received from Santa Claus Ooh. these headphones I'm wearing, which I'm very excited oh, about. Oh, they look they very are nice. Hi-Fi Audio Technica headphones. And I, I told some people that I really wanted Santa to bring me some headphones, and people said, Oh, you're going to get some beats? I said, <laughs> No. Beats are bad headphones. They are. They're bad. They're like $13 worth of material. Oh, less than that. A, yeah. Less than that. It's probably more like cents yeah. worth of material. Yeah. They literally just will put, I think, heavier metals mm-hmm. in there to make like the screws and stuff out of. So yeah. they feel heavier. <laughs> if you have a pair of Beats headphones, I'm sorry, but you got swindled. You've you, been had. You made Dr. Dre the highest paid musician in the country, which is pretty cool. I mean, he didn't get it from music, but... <laughs> If you're listening to this show on Beats headphones right now, cut up the cord. Stop <laughs> listening to the show. I think this is the longest we've ever gone without getting into our <laughs> restaurant review at the top of a regular episode. And maybe people will be happy about that since Leong's was our least popular episode of all time. Yeah, what's up with that, y'all? <laughs> we really thought that the Chinese New Year was going to be something people were into, but apparently not. But guess what? You got five more episodes coming. <laughs> Speaking of which, this week... We visited Dan's favorite Chinese restaurant in Springfield, but that was not the plan. We were going to do mine. We won't spoil what mine is, but we will just say that uh, we weren't able to do that. Yeah. yeah, there was a uh, temporary closure of yeah. Andy's favorite spot. Hopefully not for health code reasons. We'll probably find out more later. I don't think it was that. I I'm pretty sure it. they just took I a doubt. holiday They deserve break. some time off, yeah. I've noticed that several of the ethnic restaurants here will take two, three, or you know, one week breaks over the holiday period, which is good. Great. Great yeah. for them. Yeah, so a lot of those places are open seven days a week in their family businesses, and they probably don't really get breaks. So. Yeah. Awesome. So happy to, happy to help out <laughs> by not eating your You're food right You're welcome, now. Restaurant <laughs> X. <laughs> so Dan, why don't you tell us a little bit about creation? From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Creation rests at the corner of Campbell and Chestnut Expressway. Original owners Chun Long, or Johnny Tang, and wife Kiki Tang immigrated to America from southern China sometime in the early 2000s and opened Creation in July of 2011. But Creation was not their first creation. Their journey to the Springfield Chinese Chicken Pantheon began when they opened Max Orient in the Battlefield Mall in early 2010. Now, I don't know if I've ever had Max Orient, but if it's as good as Creation, then call me Max or Ian. In 2017, Johnny and Kiki sold Creation to Tang Wei Xiao and Yuhu Lu. And that's pretty much it. There's not much information out there about Creation, unfortunately. Unless you read between the lines. You see, Andy? I have reason to believe that creation is, in fact, a front for the intergalactic menace known as the Kree. What? That's right. The blue-skinned alien Kree Empire has infiltrated the heart of America, likely in a move to secure power in a new Kree Scroll War. No. Now, you've heard of the Kree, of course. I have indeed heard of the Kree. Yeah. I thought they were fictional. No, no. Ronan the Accuser, <laughs> Korath the Pursuer, Hala, also the Accuser. So, Marvel movies are documentaries? What? <laughs> what? What movies? 
Marvel? He's. Uh, Are you not going out to the theaters much? Andy, this is. <laughs> I. I'm not a. I'm a grown man. I'm not talking about comic books here. I'm talking about an international plan at the intergalactic level to take down the planet Earth in another Kree Scroll War via authentic Chinese food. I don't think you're understanding me. Okay. Okay. I, I, I will concede that I am not clear on what you're talking about. Andy, now this is not to say that I think Johnny and Kiki had some sort of plan to overthrow the Earth and uh, hand it over to the Kree Empire. I certainly hope that's not what you're insinuating. In fact, I think that they are under mind control from the Kree leader's supreme intelligence. <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? Is that a thing the Kree Yes, do? Andy. <laughs> supreme intelligence is a Kree. Tell me more. Well, it's all there in the name. Creation. Creation? Yeah. Isn't the Cree spelled with a K? Is that part of the front? I, I don't know. I've never <laughs> read either of them. <laughs> okay, so you gleaned this information not from reading anything. Yeah. And I not to the from radio. watching any movies from listening to the radio. Okay. Yeah. What program? Uh, mostly the cave with Mike the intern. <laughs> Dad, I think I'm beginning to suspect that you didn't do any research. No, I think Spankmeister <laughs> said something about it. Old George, yeah. George Spanky Spankmeister. <laughs> yeah, I you didn't you didn't look anything up about creation, did you? It seems like the only <laughs> things you mentioned in your bio are things that I sent you from newspaper clippings. Um, you were like, I'll take it from here. I mean, I, I just don't think that we can rule it out. <laughs> Let's not rule it out. Let's say that creation is potentially a front for the Kree, the Marvel villains, the fictional Marvel villains. Give me that at least. You can have it. Give me that at least. You can have it. Should we get it to our food? <laughs> please. Gotta, yes. Let's please, please, please do that. So, Dan, this is your favorite. This was your pick. This week, can you tell us how you started going to creation? What about it makes it your favorite? Well, assuming I'm not some sort of sleeper cell programmed by the Cree to just truly love their food, I would say it's 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 a very new addition to my repertoire. Oh, recent actually, favorite. yes, mine's the same way. Probably within 2018, I think since the new owners have taken over. So I, I really oh. I can't say that much about Johnny and Kiki. Sure. Maybe their recipe is carried over, but... Can we say how cool their names are? Johnny <laughs> Tang, Kiki Tang, Radical. They're like comic book villain names! Uh, or like <laughs> Mortal Kombat <laughs> hero names. You just started going there this year. What made you start going there? It's kind of close to my house. Me and Old Dime Piece are always looking for a new Chinese food. I'm always looking for a good cashew chicken. And I found it. Whenever we discussed doing our favorite places, I kind of racked my brain. Mm -hmm. And because I have centered my entire Chinese New Year around cashew chicken, uh -huh. I decided that I would just go with my favorite cashew chicken. But I, I 
think it might just be my favorite overall. Logical choice. Especially after our experience today, that makes sense to me. We had a good experience. You just gave me this look like, <laughs> uh, I guess. <laughs> if you go back and listen to our Q&A episode, I made the claim that Springfield does not have actual dim sum. And then we discovered that Creation did indeed have a dim sum menu. However, we made a plan to meet at 11 a.m. today, the Saturday, because supposedly they serve dim sum on Saturdays only. And they've stopped serving dim sum. No dim sum at Creation. It's no knock against them. I'm sure they have their reasons. But uh, was not an announcement made prominently on their website. In fact, the dim sum menu was still on there. So. Yeah, I. that's got to go, guys. I, <laughs> Me and my girlfriend got dressed up today to go get dim sum. You did? She, uh, I mean, <laughs> not me. I guess she got dressed up. <laughs> she looked very nice. Um, it's actually our anniversary. Oh, our fifth anniversary. anniversary. Um, and we were very excited for some anniversary dim sum. I just realized that <laughs> I was the third wheel on your fifth anniversary date. We, we have actually, other plans tonight, hopefully. <laughs> no, we, we just realized this morning it was our oh. anniversary. It's so <laughs> cool. close to like Christmas and New sure. Year's that we get like kind of holiday fatigue. So staying in, doing nothing's your present to yourself. It's mostly just me refusing to buy presents for her. <laughs> <laughs> so your anniversary gift to dime piece was for her to sit and listen to you and me jabber <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah i told her this morning i was like no you got to hear about andy's vacation <laughs> <laughs> we went today but this was not my first visit this week it was not my second visit this week it was actually my third visit in three days i went to this place three times and you just found out Three days ago that right. we would be recording this. Today this is Thursday. I was on my way to the other restaurant we were going to cover. And I was at a stoplight. And I just out of curiosity wanted to look up on my phone what time they opened. And I noticed that it said closed. And so I pulled over and I frantically texted Dan. This place is closed. What are we going to do? And I freaked out way more than was necessary. Because obviously we could just pick another restaurant. <laughs> it's not like it's a difficult thing to do. You know, right on for them for prominently posting it on their website yes. that they were closed. It was on Google. It was on their Google oh, listing that it was closed great. today. It was great. great. Good for them. I, we'll have to praise them specifically on their episode. This whole not announcing what we're doing is very silly. <laughs> <laughs> I turned the car around and I went to Creation. Now, I'd actually planned to go to the other place twice, once by myself, once with a group. And then we would just do the episode. But when they had, we had this dim sum plan for Creation. So because it was going to be creation, I decided to go once by myself, once with the group, and then once with Dan and Dime Piece to get them some. So I went three days in a row, and I got to say, each meal was very different. I mean, part of that was choice, but also it's because so many different options were available. There is an authentic menu and a more Springfield or American style menu. I just today ordered off the authentic menu for the first time. There are a lot more options on the authentic menu than there are on the other one. The more Americanized one is just basically cashew chicken, sweet and sour, general, you got your bourbon chicken. You went twice, technically, right? Yes, I had been back in way back in 2018. <laughs> I don't know that I need a fresh meal for the creation cashew chicken, at least, because I get it so often. I'll do my first one. Sure. Then you can do your first one. I'll do my second one. Then we can do the last one together yeah. since we work together. Okay. So my first one, I did my standard routine. It was about 5.15 on a Thursday. I was a little bit late because of the whole ordeal. 
<laughs> yeah, um, not to give anything away, but these are across town from each other. Yes, like, yeah. I went on a Thursday, approaching what I assumed would be peak dinner hours. I feel like 5.30 to 7 is like prime time, maybe a little later. Nobody was there. Pretty dead. It was dead every time I went, actually, which is sad because I'm not to spoil anything, but it's very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, It has kind of a sleek, modern interior. It's nicer than your average Chinese place in town. Uh, There were flashing Christmas lights in the window the one time that I went at night. It was kind of annoying, (laughs) which is fine, whatever. Uh, A woman I'm assuming was the owner was sitting in a booth doing the books. She was also doing that today as well. Uh, This time she had a baby with her and the baby was very cute and it was it was crying a little bit. But that's not something that I mind actually kind of like that sound, which I don't know. (laughs) Okay, Uh, let's not unpack that at all. uh, Well, come on. (laughs) No, it's cool. Andy a just likes the crying. Sound of toddlers cry. No, 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 no. A toddler crying, I don't like. A baby cry is different. It's something like warm about it. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> am I weird? Well, yes, I am. But is this weird? Is this another thing about me that's weird? Uh, whatever. I'm sorry, ma'am. Could you get that baby to cry a little bit more? <laughs> <laughs> Andy just sitting, eating alone. <laughs> Could you just pinch its toe? <laughs> Like, not hard, not to do any damage. (laughs) No, not me. I'm asking her to do that. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Okay. So, some regulars came in, and they were really excited to see the baby, and she was excited to show them the baby. It was very sweet. Like, it just made me feel good. The staff was really nice in general, to me and to each other. I was really impressed by this thing that happened. The kid who took my order uh, made some kind of mistake at one point, not with me, with somebody else, and the owner, she very gently and directly corrected him which i appreciated he was receptive it was really cool like they had a good relationship which i feel like is not always the case especially sure. in food service oh, yeah. even like contention is kind of baked into the uh the atmosphere oh we just places. talked about uh, <laughs> the new york style pizza yeah, and yeah. the um, kind of look that can come over a server's face whenever they know that mm-hmm, they're dealing with a, mm-hmm. a poor management yeah <laughs> They have specials, daily specials, like many places do. And that night, it was either the general chicken or the bourbon chicken with a crab rangoon and a drink for eight twenty nine, which is not a bad deal. It's not bad at all. Yeah, I added an egg roll because it's important for our segment, and we'll get to that. Normally, uh, I don't order drinks just because I like water uh, with my meals a lot. Sure, you know, love that water. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a Coke Zero just to sip since it was included. It's a little late for me to have caffeine. Just a couple little sips of that Coke Zero. <laughs> I love Coke Zero, and I love that they tongue. have it at the fountain. They do. You know, that's it is my go-to if I'm going to drink a mm-hmm. soda, which I don't very often. And not many places have it. They don't. Um, if you see the big machine, we're at the, the touch screen. I don't yeah, remember what those freestyle. are called. You know that that place is going to have it. The Coke Zero Vanilla. That is the jam. I, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say every soda in that machine tastes worse than I, just a soda from our I agree, but I think machine. the flavor shots that you can get sort of make up for that a little. Again, Coke Zero doesn't yeah. taste great. I mean, it's a substitute for something that tastes much better, but when you can add that little like five calorie shot of flavor in there, I think it's worth a five vanilla calories. is good. Yeah. So I ordered yeah. General Chicken. The appearance stood out immediately. Now, many general chicken preparations involve broccoli. The creation general had large chopped chunks of green pepper, bell pepper, and onions. Nice. There was no broccoli. The sauce was very thin, and it had been generously dusted with crushed red pepper flakes. I made a little hand (laughs) motion for the dusting just for Dan's benefit. (laughs) (laughs) 
The sauce's contribution was almost entirely textural. The flavor came mostly from the garnish and the seasoning. I like that mix of heat and sweetness up front in my general chicken. I prefer the general chicken that's almost like covered in melted candy. Sure. This was not that. It did have a nice burn in the back of the throat going down, but it had no spiciness on my tongue at mm-hmm. all. It was high-grade chicken, which I, I liked. It wasn't a bad dish. It's definitely not my favorite preparation of general chicken in town by far. So while the flavor didn't knock me out, I loved that everything in the dish was obviously like high quality and reasonably fresh. The fried rice that came with it was really tasty. You have the choice of fried rice, steamed rice, or lo mein. Mm-hmm. Love a place that gives you that lo mein option. I got the fried rice. It was really tasty. It had a nice sticky texture. It was well-seasoned savory but not overly salty had one issue though that rice did not retain heat it got cold fast really fast that goes for everything really it arrived just warm and not hot and it got cold pretty quick the first time sure they weren't busy so i don't understand i don't ever want to like be overly critical of that kind of thing but just something i noticed it wasn't hot when it arrived and i love hot food on my plate so that was my first visit it was good but i was a little disappointed because it was my buddy's favorite you know, I love to hear that they put the uh, peppers on the chicken. Mm-hmm. I like a pepper slice and an onion slice more than a broccoli and a carrot. You know, mm-hmm. my first visit and most every single one of my visits ever, I of course had the cashew chicken. I think Creation is the standard for Yeesh, cashew wow. chicken. I love it so much, and a huge part of that, Andy, huge part, sauce on the side. Oh. A must. Andy. I'm glad we're on the same page about this. And I'm not talking about asking for it because I don't make those those Mm -hmm. kind of demands. Mm -hmm. Now, I normally get it takeout. I actually have never eaten the cashew chicken in, so I do not know if it's served on top of the chicken at your table, but it is served on the side when you get takeout. And like the general or sweet and sour, it's not. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. my, My girlfriend gets that all the time. It allows the chicken to stay so perfectly crispy Dan's eyes just fluttered for a solid three seconds. It's so good. And whenever you were talking about the fried rice, I don't know if I I have the same experience with you that it does get cold pretty quickly, Mm -hmm. but also I'm a takeout boy. You know that. Everybody knows it. Uh, T-shirts available. (laughs) Tpublic.com. We should. We should do that. Spring food boat. He's lying. Those those don't exist, but they should. No, just go to the link. Link in bio. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I'm a take out. Dan is our social media expert. He clearly does not understand how social media works. You know, Lincoln bio. You don't I, say that out loud and it just happens. No, I, ju- I just, I, Lincoln bio. <laughs> Are you saying Lincoln? L I N C O L N? L I N K I N. Is it like the 900 page Abraham Lincoln bio that I have sitting in the other room? <laughs> no, it's like Lincoln Park. <laughs> okay. Chicken. Um, chicken. But in the end, it doesn't really matter. Uh, so the the cashew chicken, Andy, with the fried rice specifically, I'm not getting cashew chicken with lo mein. I think once I've had it with steamed rice is so good. I don't even know what else I can say about it. The The sauce is a nice thickness. It's not uh-huh. thin like our last week's Leong's. Yes. It's not quite as thick as your favorite place. The cashew chicken can't be touched. I've had so much cashew chicken in town. What sets it apart from Leong's in your mind? Not many places are serving the sauce on the side, okay. for starters. Leong's doesn't even give you a lot of sauce, which at first I almost registered as a complaint, but uh-huh. 
over my time ordering them, I found that it is actually the perfect amount yeah. of sauce. You can pour it all on at once and nothing is going to be waterlogged. By the end of your meal, you're still going to have very crispy, very hot chicken. Do you pour on or dip? Pour on. Pour, pour on. on. I'm yeah. a dipper. I pour on and then if there's any left in there, I will maybe dip my crab ragoon, maybe a re- egg roll in the sauce. Solid. Yeah. I I just love it so much. Uh, you know, it has the standard cashews on top standard green onions on top there's nothing special there it's uh-huh. just it's got these other places beat it's leagues sure. ahead okay that's all i have to say mike awesome. mike dropped <laughs> it's in a stand lincoln bio <laughs> <laughs> i have this two volume abraham lincoln biography like they're two huge books and we need to take a picture with those yeah for this. The lincoln that, makes, bio. that makes no sense we should put it out before the episode my second trip was with a group of people, so I got to try a bunch of different stuff. I also didn't take notes, so I wouldn't have as much to say. Three of the four people ordered off the authentic Chinese menu, and Lindsay got sesame chicken, which honestly, her sesame chicken tasted more like general chicken at other places. It I sort find of had that, that candy. so often. Yeah. Me, me and my lovely, lovely girlfriend were, will very often get a combination of sesame and general, uh-huh. and it's almost hard to tell sometimes yeah. which is which. I wonder if it's the same sauce, but they just sprinkle the sesame seeds on there. In this case, the sauce was not the same sauce, and it definitely had that stickiness, like that candy stickiness where it stuck mm, to mm-hmm. the chicken yeah. in the same way that the, uh, honestly, probably lower quality uh, general sauce at other places does, which I maybe it's lower quality, but I like it more. Sure. So her, her uh, sesame chicken was very tasty, and I would highly recommend that if you're in the mood for general chicken. <laughs> you're a creation. I ordered number 22 from the authentic Chinese menu. That is sautéed eggplant and pork with fish taste. (laughs) That's what it says, with fish taste. (laughs) That must be a certain kind of sauce because it does not taste like fish. I bet it's fish sauce based. So I've had some fish sauce wings before that don't taste anything like fish sauce. I actually actually Uh have some fish sauce in my fridge from when I was going to make those wings where I about burned my kitchen down that we talked about. Yeah, sure. It smells terrible. It smells fishy. Uh-huh. But whenever you mix with other stuff, something about the chemical compounds in there blend together and it can be really del- a delicious sauce. Yeah, I would sauce imagine base. fish sauce is used in a lot of the Asian yeah. dishes we know and love. I mean, oyster sauces as well. I think oyster sure. sauce is the base for a lot of cashew chicken. I just pointed at you with the menu <laughs> I have in my hand. Um, yeah, this dish came out red. Like the hue was red from the sauce. Ooh. And it was a very thin, oily sauce which does suggest the you know, fish sauce sure. base. But the sauce, this was delicious. It was so good. It had these you know, maybe three-inch slices of eggplant and then ground pork that had been seasoned really, really well. And there were also the chopped onions and bell peppers, mm. just like the uh, general chicken sure. dish. This was fantastic. I was so surprised. Not that it was good, but just by the flavor. Yes. I was not what I expected. I expected... Um, the only time I've really had eggplant is in Italian dishes, and that's prepared much differently. A lot of sure. times it's breaded. This was not breaded. It was just probably cooked on a grill or boiled or something, but then not even slathered with sauce, just lightly coated with this oily, delicious, savory red sauce. It was awesome. I, I really can't recommend it highly enough. They serve it with a big bowl of rice on the side. That's another thing. This place gives you ample amounts mm-hmm. of rice. You're not going to be needing more rice, probably. 
Unless you just love that rice. <laughs> you know, rice fiend. I like my Chinese food. I'd like some rice with some chashu chicken on the side. <laughs> some chashu chicken on the side. <laughs> I don't know who, what character I'm doing right now. I'm doing Ann Rice. Is that a person? That's a person, right? Yeah, the uh, um, writer of the uh, oh. all those dragon books. Dragon books? Or does she write the vampire She writes books. the vampire books. There's the That's dragon right. books Anne and Rice. the vampire That was books. my Anne Rice imitation. <laughs> She changed her name to that. She likes rice so much. <laughs> what rice and sexy vampires. What are we doing? This <laughs> is just quality content. My friend and future guest, Michelle, ordered... Well, we haven't talked about this yet. Are we not? No. She's an amazing... She's from Louisiana. Is an amazing Southern style cook and makes great Cajun food. The best meal I've ever had in my life was cooked by Michelle and her uh, partner Alex. All right, which well, still TBD yeah. on Michelle. If you're I'm listening, not gonna, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what that meal was. I'll save it. Ooh. But it, it was <laughs> incredible. It, incredible. It's one of the. Uh, it's just one of my strongest memories. I love it so much. Mm. And I'm pretty. She's probably listening, so she knows I feel this way. This isn't like going to be a surprise. <laughs> Pretty sure I talk about it every time I see her. Okay, so she got the minced pork with bean sprouts, and it had that similar ground pork to what I had. Hers was a little less flavorful than mine. I'm also not a big sprouts fan. Uh, don't like them. But these sprouts were much softer, and it had a lot more oh, okay. give to them than most of the sprouts that I've had. Most of the time, I've had them like on the top of salads or something, sure. so it's like they're raw. Yeah. I believe these have been cooked, and if they hadn't been cooked, they might have been steamed or something like that, but they were not like chewy. They didn't take forever to get down like a lot of sprouts do this so it was pretty good if sprouts yeah, are your thing cooked. i mean if you like sprouts definitely check this out my buddy alex michelle's partner got general chicken we've already been over that so should we get into the meal we just came from andy i'd love to <laughs> i want to talk about that eggplant that you were talking about yeah so dime piece let's start with her order yes please i almost ordered the thing that she chose on my previous visit it sounded very, very appetizing because it had my favorite vegetable in it. Ooh. Well, let's try and figure out what that is, <laughs> listeners. She Hint. got the number 25, the Fresh Vegetables Trinity, mm. eggplant, green pepper, and fried potato. Love those tubers, bro. <laughs> Talking tubers. Fried potato. That was your nickname in high school, right? I called myself that. <laughs> I mean, nobody else did. Uh, yeah, it was delicious. Uh, mm -hmm. She loved it. Those eggplant slices. I don't know if they were similar to what you had, but they were just cooked so softly yes. and cut into strips. I expected them to be in rings. I guess I've only ever had mm -hmm. them sliced in rings like that. But they were more wedges and just so waterlogged in this delicious sauce. Yeah. They held so much in them. They absorb the sauce in this great way where the eggplant has the eggplant flavor because eggplant does have a substantial oh, yeah. flavor more than a lot of other vegetables, but it's a mix of that eggplant flavor with that strong sauce flavor. Hers was so good. The green peppers were nice and crisp. Uh, the eggplant was obviously just very soft. And then the fried potato, I only had a little bit of that. You had a slice of that as I well. I did. They took the potatoes and cut them. The chunks were circular. They sure. were circular and thin. They mm -hmm. weren't chunks at all. Yeah. And they were real good. They clearly had been great. like uh, 
seared on both sides. So at some point, somebody had you know cut these, set them down on the griddle or grill, mm-hmm. and then flipped them. So they were a little browned on both yeah. sides, and they probably were crispy, but they'd been sauce logged, just yeah. like we talked about. Now that, but this was a situation where I might have liked to have tried one of the freshly fried potatoes and dipped it into the sure. sauce just to see what it tastes like. Because I like that crispy potato, baby. <laughs> but that's not what the dish called for, and it was delicious the way it was served. Yeah, I really loved hers uh, more than mine, in fact. I, I did like mine. I had the number 10, the pepper salt pork spare ribs. What did you expect to get when you ordered that? What did you expect to see on your plate, Dan? I was expecting to see some actual um, just on the bone little cuts of spare ribs. Yeah. Certainly not fried. When I have ordered spare ribs at Asian restaurants in the past, it has come as like shaved meat. Okay. Not on the bone. Oh, okay. Now, I realize every place does this different, but that is what I saw in my head. And our server came up with your dish and said... He said to my lovely girlfriend, I got the chicken you've been waiting for, (laughs) ma'am. So that's wrong on a couple different levels. (laughs) Because it was your dish, and it was, it was certainly not chicken. It was not but chicken. But like, we had to figure this out. It was like, oh, that's not ours. That's somebody else's. Because it looked like breaded and fried chicken. Sure. Yeah. Just breaded, fried chicken, no sauce uh-huh. on the plate, some cut up peppers. It looks like an appetizer. Yes. Me. And as we discussed later, it may have been more suited for something like uh-huh. that, like something for a table to share if right. you're ordering multiple dishes. I was thinking about this because it took a long time for each of our dishes to come out. Mm-hmm. Everything came out separately. And I think that maybe the authentic Chinese style might be like family style. Sure. I think that maybe we were supposed to eat those all together. Or that was the intention. But they didn't bring out plates for everybody either. So I don't know. They did serve us all of our rice together, though. That's they brought true. us a yeah. single uh, kind of steamer of rice. I would have loved to have done it that way, but, you know, it just didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I just kind of didn't think of that. But the way it was all presented was as such. These spare ribs were so strange. They, they were, were like little pieces of meat on the bone, but completely deep fried. Bone deep fried as well. Yes. Breaded and deep fried in like a country style steak breading we we were trying to come up with like a good comp for these and it tastes a lot like country fried steak very peppery yeah and what was some it it was almost breaded like fish it was like a homemade fish breading that my grandpa makes is what the breading reminded me yeah a pretty hearty breading not not super greasy but um i think similar almost to the uh civil kitchen breading on oh yeah yeah chicken it's pretty thick breading just covered in crumbs by the end. Very, very hard to eat. I, I kind of had to admit in the middle of the meal that I may, I may not be man enough for a meal like this. <laughs> you had some to go. I mean, we all had took home some things today. I was, I was really struggling. At one point, I was trying to pick them up with my chopsticks and eat the meat <laughs> off the bone. And Andy made fun of me. <laughs> okay, it was so funny. Dan had one hand with... Uh, he was holding the spare rib piece in the chopsticks, and it was up to his mouth. Yeah. And he took his other hand and... St- pushed the 
yeah. spare rib into his mouth. So he had both hands up in his mouth. Yeah, I I was like Uma Thurman in Kill Bill Part 2. Whenever she oh, can't yeah, eat yeah. the uh, fish and rice. She gets swatted. And Pai just swats it out of her hands. Oh, I love those movies, man. Yeah, they're good. I saw both those movies four times each in the theater. Oh, my God. Uh, I went to the very last showing of, of Volume 1 and 2 in the theater. That's the point. Like I wanted to see the last showing in springfield and I, i'm pretty sure i saw the last showing on film at least because i know Jeez. the alamo has shown them since then but hmm. oh i value things that are worthless okay <laughs> um i ordered number eight off the authentic menu which is chong ying style peppery chicken comma extra spicy that's what it says in the, in the description it also has two little peppers next to it to designate extra spicy just to go over we have one green pepper. Yes. Is mild. One red pepper is spicy, which uh-huh. is the general, which I, this is why I got this because the general was not spicy and sure. it had one red pepper. Very spicy is two red peppers, mm-hmm. which is peppery chicken. And extremely spicy is three red peppers. I think the only thing I noticed on the menu that had three red peppers was the hot pot. Which I would love to try sometime. You know, I almost opted to go for that because we were so excited yeah. for the dim sum. It seemed like a twenty-four kind of a dollars event. per person. Unfortunately, yeah. So we, uh, you know, we're rich, but not that rich. <laughs> the only time that I've actually seen it super full in Creation was whenever they were having some sort of a hot pot event there, and they weren't taking any seated service they were only doing call-ins and uh, like takeout you know i i gotta say something missouri legalize hot pot <laughs> legalize it it's not hurting anybody <laughs> i pot i hot potted my car before we <laughs> came here <laughs> So <laughs> I had the peppery chicken. It was good. It was not it breaded. Great. Yeah, it was not breaded. It was unbreaded. Well, they had breaded it and then taken the bread off. Oh, it was unbreaded then. Debreaded. Debreaded, yes. right. It was it was deconstructed fried uh-huh. chicken. <laughs> Dumb. Yeah, it looked to be sliced chicken breast. Uh, with lots of crushed red pepper, and it, I think it was just fried in some kind of spicy or flavorful oil. There wasn't a lot of sauce on there. It was mostly just oil that had been fried in. I think it was like a stir fry that sure. had gone straight from the uh, wok to the plate. So there's chicken, onions, those red peppers, and then the, I don't know what those are called, but those really spicy red peppers with the seeds inside which mm-hmm. i didn't even know and there were seeds inside surprised. i cut one in half and looked in it's like oh that's where those seeds come from okay <laughs> i mean i know that seeds are what provide the heat in most sure. spicy uh peppers like jalapenos yeah and that's why if you go to like a pizza place they usually have the seeds mm-hmm. removed from those jalapenos so they don't overwhelm people this was really good again and it felt healthier even though i was eating a bunch of oil it felt healthier since i wasn't eating just a big plate full of breaded chicken it was really tasty it was spicy especially when i had the bites with the red peppers i kind of saved those to the second half so then sure. i burn out my palate i don't eat the red peppers oh not really like that. no well i that's why i tried it some places have those where they're not as spicy as other places mm-hmm. and this turned out to be somewhere in the middle I enjoyed maybe the first seven or eight that I consumed, but then I got one lodged in the back of my Ooh. throat. 
um, and I, I was out of water. So I very I like hid my pain because I've got to think about that. It's like I can't, you know, let people know that I'm in pain from food or something. It's stupid. Oh no, my but. girlfriend would have. <laughs> taken you down had you shown any <laughs> sign of weakness so. yeah she's really intense oh man she would have razzed <laughs> you <laughs> i said dan do you need some more water <laughs> <laughs> and very calmly excused myself to fill up my empty water cup while i filled up dan's so i could swallow that pepper whole like a pill mm. And I got to say, during that time, I think the saliva circulated those peppers around my mouth, and it got to the point where it's pretty overwhelming. My nose was leaking. That's what people call a runny nose, right? A leaky nose? Leaky nostrils? <laughs> I think that's about all that we had. We got steamed dumplings, too, that were good, they sort were of great, in place yeah. of the dim sum. They were uh, chewy, filled with probably stewed pork and cabbage. They didn't stand out among other steamed dumplings that I've had in town, but they were really good. So, should we get into our mini segments? Oh, Andy, you don't know how badly I want to get into these mini segments. <laughs> Up first, we have. I am big. rolling, 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 rolling. I am big. rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling. So let's get into those egg rolls. First observation: small. Yeah, yeah, much smaller than Leon's. Uh huh. I I guess that's mostly what I was comparing it to because sure. I hadn't had another egg roll since that small uh, Leon's egg roll. They serve it with a thick, sweet and sour sauce, which is nice. Had a nice crunch on the outside. Filling was like maybe 80% pork, 20% uh-huh. cabbage. Much better ratio than the Leong's yes. egg roll, which was what? 98% cabbage? And like 2% peanut oil. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and then maybe like a couple scraps of pork in there. Who knows? Had a black peppery zip to it. Made for a really nice mix with the sauce. So the sweet and sour mixed with that peppery mm-hmm. zip. Uh, pretty good. Way better than Leong's for sure. Yeah, and not six ninety five. Uh huh. <laughs> not uh-huh. even close. It's like a dollar twenty nine. Yeah, I had my first Creation egg roll today. Actually, uh-huh. I'm normally I just stick with their. Uh, you roll on again. past those egg rolls. I roll right past mm-hmm. them. I really liked it. It was super crispy. That's so much uh-huh. of an egg roll for me. Is just how crispy are the two I, ends going to be? I think. You can have a bad egg roll that's crispy on the outside. Yes. I think the inside's really important. Really? Mm-hmm. So I went a long time thinking I didn't like egg rolls because I ate at the rickshaw 50 times in college, which sure. I realize is not a good way to decide whether you like anything <laughs> is going by the rickshaw, which I still love, by the way. Yep. But I, I couldn't stand there. I, the outsides would taste delicious. The inside would, would taste terrible. Not the case with creation. Yeah. Yeah. The inside definitely had a good flavor. Normally, I'm just I'm so used to the inside of an egg roll having almost a non flavor. Maybe it's mm-hmm. because so many places just kind of don't do a great egg roll. Yeah, that I really just put a lot of emphasis mm-hmm. on that outer layer. But yeah, I like those a lot. Solid egg roll creation. Are are we rating each of these? I think I, we should rank them. I think we should rank them oh, on our yeah. conclusion episode. Oh, for sure. Yeah, in March or whenever that is. And up next we have. Are you ready, kids? Crab ragoon or rangoon? Okay. I wanted to bring this up with you. You say ragoon. I there is an in in that. I, I'm not. I'm not being critical. I'm saying there is an in in that word. And you're the first person I've ever heard say ragoon. I think I say rangoon sometimes, but I can never remember which one it is. I think it's rangoon or rangoon. We sort of blend the in and the g together. Did you ever play StarCraft? No. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's not it then. Let's say they have dragoons or a uh, you know a oh. fighter you can use in that oh, game. Oh yeah, yeah, you got dragoons in a uh, Final Fantasy Four as well. Okay. So, <laughs> so let's get into the I'm crab the dragoon. dragoons. Andy, 
yes. <laughs> this is a very important segment for creation, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, these crab ragoons, <laughs> they're so good, Andy. I, I love them very much, and I'm, I'm very excited to hear what you think about them because they're not your typical crab ragoon. Mm-hmm. Ca- crab rangoon. I was really tempted to say that they were bad just to see a reaction, but no, I think they're really good. They're they're so tiny. They're small. They're very crispy, very thin shell. You really can't break off one of those corners no. and dip it into anything. No. That's not happening with mm-hmm. these. They're kind of single bite things. I definitely took two, but oh. okay. <laughs> it, you do have a bigger mouth than me. <laughs> We measured our circumferences once, and <laughs> they're so good. They they have I feel like a higher portion of crab meat than you'll get yeah. in a lot of crab ragoons. You can see it in there. So you're, so good. It is real crab. You're pretty sure. Um, I mean, it could be imitation. I don't know. Yeah, I have no clue. But they're they could be frozen for all I know. Yeah. they're just so good. They are delicious. They're rich and sweet. It's almost like a dessert pastry. Yeah, more than a savory, you know, side. I love the filling. I'm not sure if it's real crab. It's hard to tell. But as long as it tastes good, I really don't care. Some people make a big deal about that, and I really respect the commitment to having real crab in your crab brain sure. goon because it is more authentic that way. But really, if it tastes good. It doesn't really matter. I wish it had been a little hotter and crispier, which is kind of the deal with my whole meal. I have had that with them sometimes yeah. where they're not very hot. Mm-hmm. I wish it had been fried for longer. That's that's oh, my really? main criticism. But it was good. I also wish it had more filling. It was about half uh-huh. the capacity. And they're already pretty small anyway. Yeah, which is okay. But I liked it. I could see the potential. I could taste the potential also. So I'm a little mixed on it, but mixed to positive for sure. It could just be the pairing with the cashew chicken that I love so much, but I would probably have to say they're my favorite crab rangoons in town as well. Nice. I love them. We got a problem. It's major crime. Get to know your enemy, boys. Every big time crew has been busted. These are the guys who took them down. So it was pointed out to us that we did not tell what movie that was <laughs> on the last episode yeah that was it probably kind of confusing <laughs> it is den of thieves starring gerard butler from the year 2018 and directed by someone whose name i don't remember <laughs> I, I really love that movie ice cube sons in it as well oh o'shea o'shea jackson jr yeah. i believe yeah. did you reheat your, any creation leftovers over your trips this week uh never have never will oh okay I finished my creation. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. <laughs> Your leftovers. Well, I saw you put it in a box. Uh, those, those were the spare ribs. Whenever it comes to the cashew chicken, every oh, ounce of that is going in my belly. I gotcha. Belly. I gotcha. I guess Nine Piece did take a lot of hers home. Yeah. So she's she better, has a better what person you would call self control. Oh, <laughs> we'll put it that way. We both had different interpretations <laughs> of the uh, stimuli there. I did reheat my general chicken. Now, reheating Chinese food is a big to-do with me. I kind of love doing it. Give me your process. Yes. So first off, I'll start with what not to do, which is put it in the microwave. Don't do it. Except for the rice. Get a wet paper towel. And I don't mean damp. I mean wet paper towel. Put it over the rice. And you wait until everything else has got about one minute left. And you reheat that rice for about one minute. Okay. Crab rangoon and egg roll. Give them just a little spray of cooking oil. Oh. Just a little coating on the outside. That's very important. Put those puppies in the toaster oven. Not puppies. 
puppies meaning those two <laughs> items. Guys, what if you stop. don't have a toaster? I just gotta, I just gotta say, stop putting puppies in the toaster oven, people. <laughs> I know there's a trend. Yeah, everybody listened to that Drake song, and now they're putting puppies in the hot toaster. Puppies, oven. guys. It's not. No, that's no. Okay, the anyway. hot puppy challenge is over. <laughs> Anytime you have sort of a breaded chicken and sauce dish from an Asian restaurant, get a you know saucepan. Sure. Put just a little bit of sesame oil in there and a little bit of soy sauce, and then just put your chicken on and put it on about medium heat now this happens a lot with general chicken you know we talked about how some places aren't as spicy sure i will take a leftover packet of crushed red pepper from Mm. a pizza place and when i'm just about ready whenever it's just about hot enough you will know because it'll be popping and you just sprinkle that over the top to your liking she gets yourself some like red pepper paste like it's the same brand as sriracha but i know green cap it's a little too hot. I, I think really? when you use that, it's, it makes Ooh. it a little bit too hot. Um, this that. is just, it's different. One thing whenever you do it this way is a lot of times the breading will sort of fall off. Not all of it, but some okay. of it will sort of come off and it becomes a different dish. Like sure. don't expect it to taste exactly like uh, the dish that you got in the first place. It's definitely not going to be crispy. You know, it's really difficult to make those chickens crispy again. If you put those in the toaster oven, you're going to dry them out. You don't want that. I would rather retain the moistness than the crispiness for my leftovers. You know, so, if you're not going to finish your cashew chicken, I would say go for the dunk method. That way you can preserve both the sauce and that crispy meat on yeah. the side. Okay, that's good. That's good. I like that. This this wasn't served that way, so it wasn't an option. But uh, I totally agree. Yeah. Now, Lindsay got lo mein with her sesame chicken, and I took some of that home as well. And I got to say... Lo mein is good no matter what you do with it. I love it. Somehow, lo mein. it's so good. It's yeah. so good. I think reheated lo mein is probably better than regular yeah. lo mein for me. I, I think it's because it absorbs more of the oil and the sauce yeah. into it. I don't care what you do with it. I haven't tried it in the toaster oven. I've tried it on the stove. I've tried it in the microwave. I'll eat it cold Both great. as well. Yeah, no you mentioned that last episode. That's great. Yeah. Very good. I, I ate hers cold. I didn't heat it up. It was, it was fantastic. She knew. She gave it to me to eat. I didn't just like take her little mane. <laughs> Sorry, baby. Sorry, baby, about taking her little mane. God. Somebody sauce me. <laughs> no sauces. Done. All cookies. Very important to me. They mean a lot to me, but they mean much more to me. Tommy, Kawabunga! That's definitely the best theme. You're right. I, I <laughs> yeah, was prouder of the other ones because this one was so much easier to make, but that's the best one. It's very good. <laughs> what was your fortune, Dan? Something by the water will be a good investment for you. <laughs> Mine is also about an investment. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so mine says, something on four wheels will soon be a fun investment for you. Dan, are we going into the duck boat business together, buddy? <laughs> I hope not. No, me I too. That was I, not a good... I don't, I don't think that's a lucrative market anymore. <laughs> so that is hilarious that we both had fortunes with the exact same structure. Yeah, I mean, mine, I guess, is true. Any piece of property by the water seems like a pretty good investment, although... With climate change, maybe not the best. Did you buy your own water filtration plant? <laughs> I mean, when I think good time, I think That's water what it filtration. Means by something by the water is a water <laughs> filtration plant. Four wheels. I already have a car. 
Yeah, how an I mean, RV? It could just be a skateboard. No, those usually have more. Yeah, I'll start skateboarding. Yeah. Thank you, Fortune Cookie. I'm a skater now. <laughs> Andy, your prototypical skater. <laughs> I'm just a skater boy. <laughs> See you later, boy. So that about wraps up our discussion and dissection of creation. We ripped that corpse open. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we really <laughs> took our time with that. <laughs> so last week we said, or rather, I think you said that we should retire the names of buildings for our rating system. I don't think we should. <laughs> I, th- I think maybe Leong should stay stars. Yeah. But in honor of Leong's and of the and in honor of the history of Cashew Chicken in Springfield, Missouri, I think we should uh, we should rate all these Chinese restaurants by how many out of five tea houses okay. because of Leong's Tea House, sure. the first place that ever served Cashew Chicken. So, how many tea houses out of five would you rate your favorite place, Creation, Dan? I love Creation's Cashew Chicken. I cannot say anything more about it. So don't. I'm very excited to hear listener feedback on their favorite places as well. Honestly, you can fight me if you have anything different to say about cashew chicken preference in town. Man, that makes me not want to try it because you seem like you could take some people down, man. I am a bit of a fighter. Are you? Uh, yeah, I broke a guy's head open just today. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to get ready to tell me a real story. I haven't been in a fight since seventh grade, I don't think. Yeah, I think my last altercation was the fifth grade. Somebody punched me in the eye at a uh, skateport. What? Yeah. On skates? On the rink? Uh, Were you couple skating? we were both. (laughs) Yeah, I got a little too handsy with it. She's my date. (laughs) We're five. Yeah, you're five you in the skip fifth some grade, grades. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this dude was pissed because a five-year-old was macking on his uh, girlfriend. Also, <laughs> also, five-year-olds, you know, they announce their ages a lot. Hi, I'm five. We are five. <laughs> yeah, they are annoying like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of five, how many tea houses for creation? Four point five. Oh, Cree houses. <laughs> okay for creation (laughs) you're really digging in on that huh buddy i'm also 4.5 yeah 4.5 for me this place is really good so good and i don't like the name it's so hypocritical for me to not like the name (laughs) i make 20 portmanteaus a day and i think they're hilarious but for whatever reason the name creation i'm not a big fan of the name whatever I i think i like it now though i think i think i even like the name this place is very good Four point five with the potential to move up to five with more uh, trips for me. These are my first three trips, and none of them were bad. The only disappointing one was the general chicken. It's like it was bad general chicken. Honestly, this morning, whenever I was like anticipating the dim sum, uh-huh. I was anticipating a five star throwdown. No here. kidding. Um, just for dim sum alone. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'll I'll have to try some more of their authentic stuff yeah. before I can officially bump Dude. it up to the Spring Food Mo Five and have them tango with uh Fakim and Scully's, of yeah. course. But, I uh, man, it's so good. I've now tried five. I've had at least bites of five different dishes from the authentic menu. Four out of those five were fantastic. I mean, just very, very good. So Creation, check it out. I'm so happy to have been surprised by 
uh, place that was great. I didn't expect to be yep. as great as it was. So. It's my favorite. Now, we have one last segment today. We're going to go ahead and just move past the Chinese New Year part of the episode. Um, we had a listener, Dan, that took issue with something that you said a few weeks ago. Oh, no. <laughs> okay? You don't know what this is. Yeah, it's not that she took issue with it. It's that she had more of a challenge Ooh. for you. So this listener, it was an elaborate process getting this to us, which I'm actually going to detail. I might detail to you off mic because well, I have to tell you off mic why I have to tell you off mic. <laughs> but okay, so I'm going to go get that and you just uh, sit here and do whatever it is you do when you're alone. Okay, a couple minutes have passed. I went to the kitchen to get this ready. Now, Dan, before we get into actually tasting it, I'm going to tell you this was given to me in a black gift bag. And inside the gift bag was a big lump that looked like a Chipotle burrito. It was wrapped in foil, okay? So I decided when I got home, I was actually very hungry and had a dinner in two hours. Like, I'm going to try this out of my sure. phone before, you know. This is more about you than me. <laughs> and I take off the foil, and underneath the foil, it's something wrapped in layers of gauze. Gauze. And the gauze is soaked through, and it looks reddish. Now, this is not the kind of person who would give me a human limb. So I don't think that that's what it is. I'm like, whoa. Now, to give a picture for the listeners, in front of me, there's a plate with a piece of tin foil yeah. on top of it covering something. Yes. So I still don't know <laughs> what exactly I'm eating. So I unwrapped it, and I had actually not seen one of this item in person before. But the moment this, I think the moment this person heard this, she texted me and said, Dan needs to try this variation of this dish. Are we about to have Turkish delight? Uh, no. No, we're not. Um, you, may take, you may take the foil off, Dan. What do you oh, see? Oh, no. <laughs> this is a nice lump of fruit cake uh -huh. um looking extra fruity i can definitely see what was providing that red hue uh-huh um some kind of large red piece of fruit in there y you may think you see what's providing that red hue i'll talk to you a little bit about that once you've tried it now to be clear this fruit cake did not come from my mother no okay no 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 not your mom you don't know this person as far as i know how weird we're trying it. If you don't like it, it's okay. I'm not in love with it. Okay. Now, I, I did get a, a walnut in there, uh -huh. which I rather liked. It looks to have, I don't know if this, these are fruit jelly cubes almost, or like some kind of red cubes, uh, some green cubes. I'm not sure which one I got that's really turning me off. I suspect that whatever fruit this is began as raw fruit. Oh, okay. I don't know that because she didn't tell me the recipe. I mean, this does look very homemade. It's a lovely slice yeah. of fruitcake. This has been, this takes, it has to sit for weeks before oh. it's ready. She even said that it might not be ready today. That's a piece of an orange that I just like, got, actually. This was made for us, you know, wow. in, in advance. So this is something that... If we were going to do it on a Christmas episode, she would have had to like make it much sure. earlier. It's actually this person's sister, by the way. It's not. The, this person's name is Sherry. Listener named yes. Sherry. So I can stop saying her. It's not that <laughs> clandestine. But uh, Dan, to make this loaf of fruitcake takes a fifth of rum. What? Yeah. 
So this is a rum marinated fruitcake. And it has to sit with the rum for everything to, I don't know, coagulate or get absorbed. So you just drank six shots. <laughs> <laughs> not, no, not really. It, it may not actually be... a little buzz. We may just have a little slice of the bigger fruitcake. I don't know that it, that small portion that we got is the full fifth of rum, but she told me that this had a full fifth of rum in it. So I'm also breaking my New Year's resolution to take a month off drinking and not eat dessert. <laughs> so I think this is delicious. I really like this a lot. So now that you tell me that, as I'm biting into these large chunks of fruit, I can definitely get that rum flavor. Mm-hmm. Right down, like you can even still taste the alcohol in it oh, a little yeah. bit. It hits you kind of at the back of your nostrils. So are you going to be as ardently against fruitcake now? Yes, 100%. <laughs> I think I still <laughs> dislike fruitcake. Okay. However, I will say to Sherry and Sherry's sister... Thank you so much. This fruitcake is probably the highest quality fruitcake I've ever had. Mm-hmm. My mom, I do not believe, has handled a fifth of rum since <laughs> 1979 or okay. so, I would say. She mostly sticks to the individual sized bottles. Oh, she's an absinthe lady now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, golly. <laughs> so, yeah, I think this is really fun. If you guys have something you want us to try... I think we're up for it. Yeah. We talked about that. Like, if you guys have some sort of dish that you make that you think is really special that you want us to eat on air, and look, we can barely afford food. Please feed us. <laughs> no, yeah, that's I'm not still it. eating this fruitcake right yeah. now, and <laughs> I don't even know if I like it. Yeah. Thank you, Sherry, so much. I know Sherry was very excited. I'm very excited to be able to, uh, you know, eat this and talk about it on air just because she's so excited about it. So. Thank you, Sherry. And seriously, send us a message on Instagram if you want to meet up and give us something to eat on air. I think we'll do it. I like this segment. And you know what, Sherry? You are the proud recipient of a $10 Purple Burrito gift certificate. Yeah! We've got three of these bad boys given to us by the Purple Burrito on Campbell. Yeah! Very generously of them. We've had them for a couple weeks now, but we took a couple weeks off. Mm -hmm. I still haven't exactly figured out how I'm going to be giving out the rest of these. But uh, now there's two left because Sherry gets this first one. <laughs> we probably need to do something to increase listenership. There's two left. We haven't yeah. figured it exactly out yet. But if you prove to us that you're worthy of the next Purple Burrito gift certificate, it's going to take more than uh, some homemade baked goods after <laughs> after Sherry has showed her hand. And- Sherry rules. Let me just say Sherry's a radical person. It's very awesome. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Sherry's <laughs> sister. <laughs> Our best and worst Chinese food in Springfield poll is still open. The responses have been kind of wild. It's very cool to watch. I think we have something like 75 responses now. I want to get a good test group out there. Yeah. Um, It's very, very spread out. Yeah. Something I think we expected. But man, it's it it is crazy. We can look at the pie chart and there's like, you know, like we said, we have like 70 something people and there's got to be like, I don't know, 30, 40 different slices of the pie yeah people are very opinionated in springfield about chinese food yeah they i mean the top place now i think only has like nine votes Uh so that's how far it's spread out the worst place that piece of pie is a little bit bigger (laughs) they're getting a pretty large chunk of the pie and if it stays the way it's going you know we had said we were not going to cover the worst place and not be negative but if it stays the way it's going and the place that is currently quote-unquote winning uh if they win, we're definitely oh, going yeah. there to talk oh, about yeah. it. So 
Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Please continue to share the show with any friend you have you think might enjoy it. If they like food, if they like dummies being funny. (laughs) (laughs) Tell people about the show. Thanks for listening. Anything you need to say, Dan? Uh, No. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. I mean, I guess last episode came out on New Year's Day. They can still have a Happy New Year. Yeah, continue having a Happy New Year, everybody. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week for... We don't even know yet. We got to solidify the schedule. yeah. Me and Andy don't. Yeah. We potentially have a really fascinating guest, but if that doesn't work out, we'll have to adjust our schedule recording. I'm so excited. We'll see. And we'll see you next week. Bye.